Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Outlook by Brooke. Now, I didn't get to do a podcast for y'all yesterday. Um, unfortunately, I was dealing with a very bad headache, which is super uncommon for me. Um, usually don't really get them, but is what it is, how to deal with that. Um, so I'm going to just kind of go through some of the news for you guys and it's going to be in no particular order because, well, my life's been crazy. But <laughs> it's all right. So now we've seen that we had a raid of the My Pillow guy, Mike Wendell. And in my opinion, the fact that he has been raided as well doesn't surprise me. I think that we're going to see a lot of people on Team Trump that get raided. And Trump's and Mike Lindell's are the only two that have made the news. I, but I think there was actually um, 30 or so just random raids. Well, no, I take that back. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greens did hit the news as well. But there's been more than just a few. And all of the people that get hit, I'm like, sweep. If they're going to raid them, they think they're in con- in connection with Trump and his team or the Q team and they must be white hats you know good confirmation for me so thank you FBI and of course we're seeing the FBI is in a lot of trouble when um, mainstream media starts to notice that they had um, collusion Russia collusion Christopher Ray and all that good stuff they say that the guy who was the FBI agent in charge of investigating Trump's imaginary ties to Russia is actually being investigated now because he has ties to Russia. So go figure, right? I feel like Deep State always tries to pin things on other people that they actually do. For instance, um, I forget, um, it was Matt Gates, yeah. He... About a year ago, year and a half, two years ago, he was kind of publicly accused of having sexual acts with like a 14-year-old girl or something like that. And, of course, he was innocent and never was there any issues after that, after he was proven innocent. But we all know what Deep State does to children, and so, surprise, surprise, they're out in the open saying what they do they're just pinning it on other people now we still don't really have an answer about what happened at the capitol visitor center um what that alarm was about but if i had to guess there was some sort of something in the capitol visitor center that white hats needed to access without having camera or people available either that or um an arrest you know you have to make them come out into the open and arrest them. They can't just stay in there. If they think that there is a possible um, fire or emergency. So we've also seen uh, planes and trains grounded everywhere. Surprise, surprise. Welcome to the beginning of the end, Deep State. Uh, And in fact, there was a queue drop about Amtrak trains. Um, But... In this particular instance, it was something about they were going to cancel all long-distance trains starting on whatever day 
um, because of some sort of worker strike. Now they're saying that that strike is no longer. Um, <clears throat> they've come to some kind of term of agreement with the people who are striking. But will it last? That is what I'm curious about. They even had um, all Shanghai flights. They were canceled as a typhoon, which is kind of like our version of a hurricane. As that approaches, so planes and trains grounded. Planes and trains. Swedish Prime Minister Eva Andersson steps down. Another resignation. And, you know, we're kind of, we're in that window now. Um... That Q drop four six eight six talks about um, this, and so we're in the part where it says the fourteenth through the eighteenth. It says track events, and that is what we are doing now. It has been quite interesting all over. <clears throat> um, we I've heard of a lot of arrests happening in many places. I'm not really going to go through all of them because, to be honest with you, it's just going to continue and continue and continue. And there's never actually any specific names. It just says, oh, here, there was mass arrest. Here, there was mass arrest. Here, there was mass arrest. And it's just kind of things that are um, going through back channels. Now, the queen, uh, her 17 days of mourning and all that good stuff. They actually had a royal guard collapse, and he was standing on this red stage, front and center for all to see, and of course there is a camera um, pretty much pointing dead at him, and that is where uh, it's circulating, the video with the camera pointed right at him. It's kind of interesting to me, just because of the sole fact of like, will there be a death at a funeral? Because... There's so many people that are set to attend this that are political or um, even like Hollywood, you know. So will there be mass arrests or mass deaths there? It's kind of a possibility. They say the first arrests will shock the world. And some people have said maybe that's Trump. Some people have said maybe that is Prince Charles. And yes, I'm calling him Prince, not King Charles. There's been no cor correlation ceremony. Uh, coronation ceremony, sorry. <clears throat> and, honestly, he's not a good guy. He does not even deserve such a title. Uh, so, we do have kind of a win on the COVID front. The Danish health authorities are now banning uh, vaccines for people under 50 years of age. And, although I think that they should ban them for everyone, it's fine. You know, this is a start. This is actually a really good start, especially because around there in a lot of those countries, they still seem to just be so ignorant of, like, the facts that are going on and the things that have happened in the International Court of Common Law, which should directly affect them. So, <clears throat> war crimes, for sure, um, will be exposed in the future, but I'll take that small win. I've seen a lot of things that are going to the date September 30th. I think we talked about how the Vatican wants all its assets returned by September 30th. And now with the Queen dying, they want people to trade out their paper notes. 
because they have the queen on them and they want to replace them with a different paper money, maybe. Are we going to see Charles on it or are we just going straight into the QFS currency? Don't know. But they have said in the UK that they want everyone to turn in their um, euros that are 20 and 50, I think, and exchange them out. <clears throat> I really think that that day is going to be pretty big. I've seen a lot of things that are dating for the 24th of the month as well. But it seems like everything, completely everything, will be in place for... <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I have a frog in my throat today. The seasons are changing. I don't know how the weather is out by y'all, but I am used to, like, 95 to 100 degrees and 100% humidity. And I woke up today, and it's 65 degrees out. And my body is like, what is going on? It's making all my sinuses a little crazy. But, um, where was I? Okay, so, yeah. So, a lot of the things I think are going to be set on September 30th. Now, they do say that the QFS can go through before. I personally don't foresee that. I think that um, anybody that works in the banking world, especially, you know, like accountants and stuff, they have certain things that they have to turn into the feds by a certain date. I think this is kind of a situation like that. They are... For a lack of better words, if you're um, an accountant to a bank or a credit union, you have like end of the year reports to do, you have end of the month reports to do, and there may be other jobs that are like that. I don't know. I'm just talking about this specifically because it's something I do have knowledge of. So I think that this is kind of like that type of situation in which they're trying to get everything turned in and finalized on September 30th? Do I think everything will be done and reports will be done and everything will swap over on September 30th? No, probably don't. If I had to maybe guess, I think that it would be in that um, three-day range where Yom Kippur ends um, and that weekend. So like somewhere between October 5th and the 8th. That would be my guess because that gives them a grace period to get all the reports done and to swap everything over kind of still at a fast pace, but um, not just all at once, not immediate, because I'm sure that there will be a few hiccups and kinks and surprises that need to be fixed. I mean, we've actually never gone through something like this before. It's very unprecedented, so... I think that we can kind of expect for things to be a little imperfect for a little while. Uh, let's see. Oh, special counsel John Durham. Oh, this is what I was talking about earlier with the whole Russian inclusion. Um, Igor Dechenko. Um, that is who was who was working with Christopher Steele. Um, that worked for the FBI and all that good stuff during the Clinton campaign. So they're both in a lot of trouble. This is kind of cool. I think it's going to bring um, kind of a downfall to the Clintons as well. Each of Durham's reports can have up to 99 indictments on them. And there's over 300,000. Now, not to say that several reports don't have the same exact names on them for indictments because everyone is somehow in bed with everyone else, but it just kind of goes to show you 
how one thing can lead to another can lead to another. And Christopher Steele and Igor Detenko and Hillary Clinton, they're kind of all in this one little messy pod right now. We're just going to group them all together. Big banks are planning layoffs. Wonder why. <laughs> um, they're warning of this new virus that can cause paralysis in children. It's called EV-D68. I personally wouldn't be worried about it. Personally wouldn't be worried about vaccines with it, for it. Whatever they're going to end up calling it. Because I'm sure that's a mouthful that not everybody will be willing to repeat. Repeatedly. <laughs> and so this was posted in um, the Los Angeles Times, I think. Um, that was posted on September 14th. So that was yesterday. And... It kind of just seems like this deep state is just so stupid. They are using the same agenda over and over and over and over and over again. First, it was COVID-19. Then it was the Delta variant. Then it was Omicron. Then we had monkeypox. Now we have EV-D68. What's next? Brand. Because we are a lot smarter as a people than before. And actually, if you go back into World War II and you look at Hitler's play, like, play-by-play play of what he did to kind of enslave his own people or, like, even change their mind to thinking that his bad ideas were good ideas, it's kind of the same playbook. His last card was a whole, like, alien invasion, let's group together, don't look at me, look to the skies, like, I'm innocent, bad guys are coming, kind of a concept. Kind of weird, but... With CGI, I can actually see that being more of a uh, eligible card because, you know, CGI can make things look so real. And I don't really think that they had all of the technology that they do now back then, although they could have, and we just didn't know about it. They say that our technology is about 50 years behind what it should be. And I believe it because, I mean, think about the Tesla files. And that's another thing. All these countries that are struggling in Europe, they're going to have to start looking into free energy sources and Tesla coils. I think that Putin's doing a wonderful job. And, of course, media is like, oh, he's losing the war. They're taking out all these people. But it's my personal opinion that they're actually retreating because they never plan to take over Ukraine. And that's what most people don't understand. That was not the plan. The plan was to go in, disarm the nukes, clear out all of the bio labs, disarm all of the viruses that they've had, save all of the children, basically bring Ukraine down to the ground and let Ukrainian people lay a foundation to build from and go forward. Not deep state people. That's something that I want to be clear on because when you think about other countries, you kind of have a preconceived notion of who they are, what they do, what they import, what they export. Uh, you know, like sometimes the Middle Eastern countries get a bad rep for Sharia law. That is because we are not like exposed to that from a young age. We just do things a different way and we're kind of judgmental. It's kind of not a good concept for us to put our nose in their business, but um, most people in most countries, there's a lot of good people. 
and good people outweigh the bad people. But, unfortunately, they have a lot of bad people in their politics and foreign relations. We have a lot of globalists. And they give a lot of countries a bad rep. So, I don't think that all this news about Ukraine's winning the war, let's, let's just be real. Yes, they've gotten a lot of donations. However, there's no way that this little bitty country is beating a huge country like Russia. So I think that they're retreating to let the people of Ukraine feel like they're taking back their country and that they're doing this on their own while Russia scales back. Once Russia's out of there, they're going to be all excited. Yay, we won the war. But there's no deep state left in Ukraine. And the Ukrainian people can go from there, putting their country into kind of like a, a better world. I think that their effects of this post-Q PSYOP operations, it's going to really affect them in a beautiful way. Now, we're kind of spoiled here in the U.S. We are affected by things, but I don't necessarily think that we have it as bad. We have a lot of corruption, and that is probably the worst of it, the corruption. We just need to clean it out, as do many countries. Um, oh, one other thing I wanted to say, and I meant to mention this when we are talking about the Queen's funeral and all that good stuff. While they were marching down the way of the streets, they literally had this goat-looking ram, Baphomet-looking creature leading the way. Surprise, surprise. Super satanic. She had a backwards, wrinkly-looking flag on top of her casket, which shows that she's a traitor, which we all knew. And it surprises me, honestly, how many people aren't celebrating there was a some pictures of whenever Diana had passed and the amount of flowers that were given out. And for the queen, it's like not even comparable. It's just like <sighs> Diana's had outnumbered hers more than 10 to 1. I also think that it's going to bring more... Um, more truth about what actually happened to Diana. And you know what? I actually think it would be super cool if the first IRS would be Charles with the information that he did plot against his ex-wife. Well, yeah, to Diana. And prove that he was the reason that she died. He set up her murder. He paid for whoever to run their car into her car and take her out. And on murder charges he goes. Let the rest come out when the rest comes out about what a terrible person he is and what he does to children. But that would give a whole lot of disclosure and a lot of documents that could be released to the public to kind of open their eyes about what can happen in the royal family. Because a lot of people don't believe that there's corruption there. And everywhere that there's power, there is corruption. So, I think... Oh... One last thing for you guys. They have um, Abbott and um, DeSantis have been sending all of these refugees via plane, train, whatever, to Martha's Vineyard. 
Obama, for instance, owns a big palace there. There's a lot of politicians there. There's a lot of Hollywood there. There's a lot of just a lot of money, a lot of CEOs. It's a it's definitely not a place where anyone middle class would live. <laughs> and now the people of Martha's Vineyard are freaking out, um, saying that too many illegal aliens are there in their backyards, and it's a humanitarian crisis, and they need help. But honestly, these are all the guys that voted for them to come in and supported Biden. And, you know, what you reap, you shall sow. As always, you guys can follow me on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie. 